of some eventide processor. Yeah, right? the Eclipse that I got from a friend of mine, Mariana, years ago for like half price. And fucking, that thing's amazing. A lot of the stuff we were playing today was running through that at points. Oh, nice, nice. It's, yeah, it's not a crate. Yeah, that's hell of a processor. I always wanted either an Eclipse or like the old school H3000s and shit. Oh, yeah. For I like love vocal one. processing, but what... What do you use it for primarily? Like, you run beats through it or yeah, like synths? Yeah, beats, synths, everything. It's on an aux send from the desk, so a lot of stuff goes through it. But How yeah, many the, things can you go through once? Um, you can do dual mono, but it's stereo in, stereo out. Okay. Um, it's the H8000 has like two pairs of stereo outs, and then this new 9000 has like eight ins and oh, eight outs. Nice. Um, yeah, it seems ridiculous. What were you, uh, what were you running through earlier today? Uh, modular, my modular signal, your modular signal. Oh, That's nice. Pretty much it. Oh, cool. But yeah, it helps to glue. Well, it can, you know, glue sounds together, kind of, if you have them run through the same processor, mm-hmm. obviously. But doing a little of that. I feel like that's what I'm lacking in now. <laughs> it's <laughs> like I don't have any, aside from like a million different distortions, <laughs> right? I don't have like a processor proper, you know? Yeah, because Clouds isn't that. You know, no. it's like it can be. There's a. I've used it for that, yeah, but yeah. it's not that. Yeah. No. And I used to have the old boss shit. Like, I had the SE70 and oh, yeah. all that stuff. But that's gone now. I had a couple things that I sold, too, because I just wasn't too thrilled with them. I had that fireworks Oh, thing. right. That thing sucked. It was... Fuck. It was a TC Electronic. I think it was TC yeah, Electronic. Yeah, I think so. It was just, like, a processor, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it, it just didn't get me where I needed. You know what I mean? Like, it had very limited processing power. Like, you could get granular with its little, like you know digital module things like you'd get into the os and set things up and just when i started to get things like where i'd like to be it would run out of juice and i couldn't <laughs> add more things to it and i'm just like fuck this you know it was real annoying but yeah, the eclipse is cool too because it loads um all the pedals like all their eventide pedals you can just load any of the presets like right from there nice like a lot of more taken from that and put into the like the space pedal like the mm-hmm echo space of god or whatever preset or something like a lot of like the black hole preset no, like came black from hole. That. yeah okay and then they kind of ported it over to that pedal but i have that h9 too that thing's fucking awesome the oh, little the white one the little yeah. white guy i didn't mm-hmm. know you had that oh yeah it's that that's actually totally what sweet. i was just looking at recently i highly recommend it yeah it sounds just as good as the rack does what's all in that aside from reverb does it have other shit too? everything you can yeah, load really? all those pedal presets there's the core one there's the mid-grade one and then like the maxed out one okay. and um the mid-grade one that's what i got it comes with like four presets and they're like 20 bucks a pop when you get oh. them through the store or whatever yeah. but they just they have a deal right now that i'm probably going to do where i can max out my shit for like half the price so it'll be like gotcha. 150 bucks instead of 300 bucks for me just to have it like everything and then yeah. from that point when you max it out you get everything for free in the future what's the difference then between owning one of those little guys or like the big um it's there are more parameter well there are probably more parameters it's a little nicer to edit the rack because you can just be like oh this and then turn the knob whereas that like the pedals you got to page through it okay but it also has the app which is pretty sweet um and i think it's android or ios and then you can just edit like you can see everything from here it hooks up over bluetooth change all the shit right here shit's holy shit oh that's really nice and it's like it's really easy to use like and this is like the morphing between preset but you kind of like the nord modular does uh with mm-hmm. the morphing of the presets it's, it's actually easier on the device itself it's like the hot 
knob. <laughs> it has like one knob or something. Yeah, yeah. it has okay. one knob. And on the iPad, it's like a lot of, it looks just like uh, their space of the time factor pedals. It's like mm -hmm. the same format, kind of. Yeah, because I've been seeing those a lot in like modular videos lately. Mm -hmm. A lot of people running shit through them, and I didn't even know what it was. Because, I mean, it had one knob, and I was like, right. oh, I don't give a fuck about whatever that is. But then I started to hear like, you know, yeah. I, I watched like a couple, not like demos of the unit, but just demos of other shit running through it. And I'm like, well, that sounds good and yeah. I was like what yeah. is this thing and the expression but, input zero to five volt so okay you can modulate it with a modular nice and how many like modulation inputs does that have? like just one. one okay yeah that's better than none yeah it's better <laughs> than none. Yeah. but you have to make sure it's like rectified you don't want to go bipolar with it so hmm. there's a audio oh, damage dude has some video of like here's this really simple circuit you can make or something it's actually just a cable with a I forget. It's some like kind of hack to make it only positive voltage, whatever signal you shoot into it, mm. or you can just deal with it in the modular. Interesting. Yeah. Another thing for me to spend fucking money on. The oh, cool thing is that like when you max it out or whatever, if you buy the maxed out one, if you buy the cheap one, if you get another one, it has like all your presets. So it's like you can buy the cheap ones then, and they have everything still. So it's kind of like. It's not just a shady scheme. Like you can, if you want multiples of them, which I could see having another for sure. I use it uh, directly on the Blofeld right now because the uh, Blofeld effects suck. Yeah, and it makes the machine glitch out when you use them. So is it uh, is it roadworthy? Is it something? Oh you yeah, can take out. You could throw it down the steps and it would be fine. I bet. That's the that's how I test all the gear. <laughs> throw, it down the <laughs> throw it down the fucking steps. Oh yeah, it broke. No, I gotta call Sweetwater. <laughs> Sweetwater has just blocked your number yeah. Dude, stop throwing shit down the steps <laughs> I got the analog 4 The electron and then returned to the next day And uh, the dude was all pissed off Because like the packaging was fucked up And I didn't really fuck up the packaging It was however it came to me I didn't like do anything shitty to it he was just jagged off that like they you know if you, you do it in 30 days you get the full yeah price right. back you just paid shipping and i was like i don't like the sound of this fucking thing first he was trying to give me a hard time but you know he caved <laughs> wait after i threatened the life of his children yeah. <laughs> what was, like what was his argument you don't like it oh like, yeah he was just pissed off that he lost the sale i think gotcha gotcha but like was he trying to convince you no it sounds better than is there something else you want like no dude you don't oh, fucking oh. know me like this is <laughs> not Oh, yeah, I'll take that fucking, you know, JDXI or whatever, the rolling <laughs> thing. No, I don't want your rolling guy, sir. <laughs> no disrespect to that, Sam. But now I'm imagining the Electron has like a Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross type of thing. <laughs> Alec Baldwin is just yelling at that guy. Coffee's for the closers. They beat that dude soundly yeah. that day. So what other topics do we want to talk about besides beating sales representatives? <laughs> sales representatives. Do we just want to, before we dive into like individual shit, do like anything that we considered our favorites from 2016, like yeah. personal shit? I, I, I think right off the bat, I would say my favorite of 2016 was the Stilson Hammer Mark II. Yeah. Oh, I oh, thought you were going to say the Fuzz Factory. Nope. Okay. So, so, right, so, make, your, <laughs> so make your case for the Stilson Hammer. Uh... I don't know. It was just like, it, it was exactly kind of what I was looking for. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Before I even knew what Stilson was capable of, it's kind of what I was looking for out of a Euro rack sequencer. I like how easy it is to dial shit in on it, all the sliders. I like the fact that you have multiple tracks that you can clock divide down to 32. I like the fact that you can just randomize not only the whole sequence, but elements of it. It was the sequencer I wanted. 
Yeah. Now, uh, to play devil's advocate, you don't have it now. Not currently. So what, what, what was it that made you get rid of it? Uh, rack space. I didn't have enough okay. for it, but now that I have the Mantis case and I was able to move some bigger shit to that, I have the rack real estate again for a big okay. sequencer module. So it wasn't some deficiency? like you'd... No, okay. not at all. Um, I liked it. I just, at the time, I was doing more percussive shit and I had the variegate, and I was like, I don't need this right this second. So I just got rid of it until I, you know, was going to expand my rack. I was going to get, I wasn't sure how I was going to expand it, but I was just planning on doing it. And then like a month after I sold it, the Mantis case came out, uh, and I was like, okay, problem solved. <laughs> you know, now that I have the space, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get it back as soon as possible because uh, I need my sequencing. Yes. Gotta have it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, I've fucked with a lot of different sequencers, you know, over the years, and I don't think none of them were so instantly gratifying as the Stilson was, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? It's just like, at least for the shit that I do, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not doing Tangerine Dream, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm using my sequencer to, like, spit out weird random rhythmic noise sequences mm -hmm. or as just strange modulation sources for other modules, you know what I mean? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I feel like it's perfect for it. What would that put you up as far as a uh, number of sequencers you have? Cause you got the, you got the variegate, you got the metropolis. metropolis. Yeah, so that'll be, that'll be sequencer three. I like the variegate, but it just doesn't uh, cut it for CV sequencing, right. in my mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah. It's it's powerhouse of a gate sequencer, and that's what I use it for. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the two CV tracks on it are a nice bonus, but not something that uh, I use very much or. Yeah, fulfills all my sequencing needs. I right, would say. Right. Yeah, you know, and the Metropolis, like I was talking earlier, it's it's it does one style of sequencing very well, and not much else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I think the Stilson will fill in all the gaps that I have currently in my system. But yeah, the Fuss Factory, nice runner up, mm. but uh, I, I I wouldn't consider it one of my tops of the year. I mean, it already existed. As a pedal, that's true, and I have yeah. A, yeah. a lot of other distortions. It's it's a great distortion module, but uh, wasn't all that mind blowing or innovative. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? I'm drawing a blank on the name, but the little guy with the little uh, chrono blob. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, chrono blob. Yeah, eh, it's a delay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't blow me away. It's cool. And I, I can't remember if that actually came out this year. That might have been late 2015. I don't think anyone's going to hold our feet to the fire there yeah. with that. We will. We'll get. We're going to get complaints. We're, we're going to get flamed. shitty feedback. Yeah. If if we are, then if, if we're going to like be a little, little uh, not so. With time. Yeah. yeah. If, if we're going to bend space time continuum here, <laughs> I, I'll say that uh, my second runner up then would be the uh, circuit bent VCO. Oh yeah. The, oh yeah. E three ninety by Synthesis Technology. I uh, I think that thing's fucking great. Um, it released in December, late December 2015. I didn't get mine until 2016, so we'll say it counts. Close enough. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I can just get fucking ridiculously absurd sounds out of that yeah. thing. I mean, it's it's a vocal Make your synthesis. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a speech synthesis thing, but you you know, I, I don't know. You can get a lot more out of it than just that. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. So you start hitting that thing with all kinds of CV. Looking forward to getting the. Um, the expansion yeah i've tried to get it twice so far and each time it sold out oh, control wow. mod yeah yeah and i don't really like we were just discussing earlier i don't like doing the whole pre-order thing so i've just been waiting for it to get back in stock proper and then i'll get it then but 
have you thought about offering to do demos in like of that, but like in the way that you would do it? Because like when when, the, <laughs> when when he does it, there are great demos, but they're very like like oh, it's speak and spell, like it has that yeah. sort of vibe to it. You and you can just sit there, and when you're, when he's done, just go all right. Well, and here's the other shit you can do with it. Yeah, and then go nuts and make it sound like hell. I mean, it just does. Cries. <laughs> Why are you doing this? It's not how you do it. <laughs> supposed to say emergency yeah. <laughs> yeah the expand i think is gonna be dope though from what i can tell i mean i was kind of mm-hmm. already using the times for it in clouds and shit to make it do that style of like mm-hmm. looping stuttering shit anyways but it'll be nice to have the screen telling you you know all that information yeah what you're working with and all that jazz it's it's a nice expansion it looks like you put a lot of thought behind it but yeah that's that's my 2016 favorites all right my up? <laughs> I well, Ari. Right, well, I mean, we can we can quickly go through mine because I got almost nothing in 2016. So I, yeah. unless you want to, unless you want me to go at length about how great that two HP envelope generator is. Hey, it's actually really nice, but I can only say so many words about an envelope. An envelope that generator. Was, uh, that was your KnobCon purchase, right? It was, yeah. It's it's. I mean, all kidding aside, I really do use the shit out of it, and it is amazing for the the two HP, but it is not very sexy at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's how the LFO kind of is. Like it yeah. does, it's got a reset input, CV input, mm-hmm. and output for the LFO, and actually gate out too. So yeah. for that's what I want an LFO to be. Yeah. It's kind of basic waveforms, and it's uh, it's taking up a polite amount of space. Yeah, I don't need a, t- a shitload of space for something that's you know doing a bread and butter utility thing. Right. Yeah, same thing with that LFO. Like you don't, you're not gonna fuck with it too much, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like maybe a little. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's a it's a very anticlimactic uh, 2016 purchase. <laughs> there might have been something in late 2015 I got. I can't remember that far back. Yeah, it is hard to remember that. Back. Yeah. For me, like I think at the beginning of the la- of last year of 2016, I was about to throw like my whole modular out the fucking window because mm. I just wasn't using it much. Um, now I use it all the time, and I'm pretty psyched about that. Top two, I think it's a tie for me, would be a Variegate and Polaris. Polaris, um, fuck, that's a great filter. Like I, I don't know. That's one of the most versatile filters I've ever used. Um, it can get all over the place. Uh, you're um, going to sell Greg on that because I think he hates it. <laughs> yeah, all three that I'm looking at right now. Um, and Variegate, actually, it took me a minute. I wasn't, I wasn't super sold on the Variegate at first. Um, and now, like, I don't really think about it, which is kind of my gauge for a sequencer. I just wanted to kind of get out of the way. And uh, I'm getting much more familiar with it now. But, um, you know, I have some, I'd like it a little more maybe if it was six gate channels and four CV. Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. would probably do the trick for me, not that I don't use all of them. And, uh, you know, editing notes on it isn't the most fun because uh, it's hard to see where the note was set at. And it's just a little fiddly. And you're trying to look on that bar graph that might be obscured by a bunch of cables or something you know but on the whole it does it does the trick it didn't at all for me when i it was out of calibration when he told me the secret calibration trick then everything fell together yeah. reminds me of the machine drum a little just in i use the cv outs for just parameter sequencing a lot you know um so the voltage block is interesting in that way but i don't think uh i don't think i'll go for the voltage block i don't really have the space for it um how, and, how much hp know. is the voltage block I think it's like 20 maybe or something mm. like it's not a it's not small right. yeah yeah look back yeah it might be the same as that actually which is, that's probably like 24 or something I, I, I definitely think it's like comparable in size maybe a little bit smaller 
I don't know if I need that much CV like sequencing. I can get a lot of that just using the MIDI box and MIDI to CV converter mm -hmm. and just like CCs um, to get like, you know, sequences of yeah. you know, like parameter modulation and shit. But yeah, Fairgate and Polaris would probably be it for me. I don't even know. Did Polaris come out this year or was it last year? I think it was last year. Yeah. It's pretty new. Yeah. I mean, IntelliJ did that whole block of new shit. But they all came out at different times. They were all announced like at the same time. So oh, I can't yeah. remember. Polaris was the first thing that dropped. Like the micro MIDI that was part of it. Too. Yeah, the little U MIDI yeah. um, compression module. Oh yeah, Jelly Squasher. Jelly Squasher. Maker, that yeah. shit. The boombox stereo thing. Yeah, they dropped like all that pretty much around the same time, but then like the releases were kind of staggered. Mm -hmm. So yeah, because Rainmaker was not out until <clears throat> that was this late. year. Yeah, yeah, and that was announced at the same time too. I think all that was the the weird thing with the Polaris too is that it didn't really get much fanfare. Like yeah, when all that stuff got released, like the Polaris wasn't even like it wasn't included. You know what I mean? Yeah. In like the announcements, I just like refreshed their page one time and saw that it was there i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> i was like this looks like a nice filter and it's cool you know i guess compared to like the announcement of the rainmaker and all that jazz it kind of yeah. fell to the wayside a bit but yeah I, I agree it's a hell of a filter that's another comment on my top two you can't have those two modules in the same case together what's that because it's gonna you're gonna hear every bit of that variegate led noise through that polaris for oh me. yeah like it doesn't i don't know how much it affects yours right now but for me like it was uh it fucking drove me crazy. Mine, not so much right now, but mm -hmm. I have noticed with other shit, and especially since I put the Trash Master in there, I will hear the noise through the Trash Master. And I guess that's just a common problem with filters in general when mixed right. with certain digital things. Like, I've noticed a lot of bleeding and things like that. Like all the bubble sound stuff, you can hear that uh, variegate in there. The thing must shit out a lot of radio frequency. One of them was worse than others. Oh, my, yeah? Of my three, yeah. Huh. I can't remember which one. Weird. One of them was bleeding a little more. It's kind of weird. I know people complain. Like you pointed me to those threads. Uh, people complain about noise in the Polaris modules, too. Just yeah. from digital stuff. On the multi-out. Yeah, on the multi-out. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, also, Basimilus, of course. I don't think I need to, like, talk about that module much anymore yeah. and its awesomeness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've definitely uh, talked about how we all dig it in a previous episode but uh oh shit that reminds me i got that little carrick oh yeah yeah that's something else i bought in 2016 yeah, yeah. i don't know if and it actually that, and that's yeah that's new I that's think. 2016 that i counts? think i'm almost think sure so. close enough i'm, yeah. I'm counting we're, that we're, we're counting it yeah i'm counting that <laughs> counted yeah all right bitbox too bitbox oh, yeah. is heavy runner up there um feel yeah, like there's still some yeah yeah uh on the whole it's awesome does exactly what it says for the most part um I can't get the MIDI part to work. I don't know if it's the cable that I got off eBay that's supposed to work. Like, you know, it uses the TRS mini jack, mm. like MIDI stuff okay. um, as one of the clock options. I always do the analog clock from uh, my MIDI to CV converter because it seems like it's more consistent that way. And if you want to use it to loop, that works a little better that way. Um, so the MIDI clock, that didn't work out so well for me. Maybe something's wrong there. Uh, but... Some UI things that could be ironed out for sure. Um, I know it's the first release of the firmware, basically. Um, there are no updates yet, but there's a good list of stuff that seems reasonable. Like, you can't use folders to dig into the samples. Everything's got to be on the root folder right now. Okay. Um, which is so, you got to scroll through hundreds, literally, of samples if you want a lot of stuff right. on that bank. Um, it seems like 
hopefully you can get folders working on that. Um, some other little things like when you go to switch the output, you can only switch like for a whole column of tracks to send it to the FX1 or FX2 output. So you've got to go to the track setup and then assign that there. It would be nice if you could just do it like any sample cell could go to any output. I'm not sure why it's limited to the columns like that. Um, it seems like he's like, oh yeah, we could eventually change that. He's very responsive on the Muff forum about requests that people have. Other little stuff, it'd be cool if you could actually see what output that column was going to on the main screen if it was like a one or a two, but it's not, you have to go like, three or four button presses back to be like, oh yeah, that's assigned to FX2 or something. So if you want to repatch it, um, something to work with a preset that you made, you kind of got to do some digging to go back. Um, and, there's, and there's enough screen real estate for you to actually oh, yeah. put that number on there. They're like yeah. empty button slots. Yeah. And other things like you can only change some menu items with the knob instead of just hitting like the section, the pad itself. Like it's touch screen for people that don't know. Um, but it's a touchscreen module and it's really sensitive too. You can play beats on the touchscreen, like not that you'd want to do that all the time, but it, it works really well um, in that regard. The looping, um, I've had partial success with. I mean, it, it doesn't work as well as Ableton works for me as far as looping, which is like sample accurate and pretty damn perfect. You can tell when you record something and then play it back against that channel, it like flanges a little bit constantly and mm -hmm. not within the loop either. It's like drifting over time, it gotcha. seems. Um, It'll do the trick, but I don't know if it would be like a little portable Ableton like I thought it would be, like for a mm -hmm. live set. Mm -hmm. It might be able to get it to work that way. I think especially, and I even took like a perfectly cut loop from my test, like from Ableton, like all right, 128 BPM loop or whatever, cut it perfectly, put it in there. Now set up a sequence that's 128 being driven from my uh, sync gen, which is like perfect, like midi clock basically, try to line it up against that. And that's when I heard the phasing. I'm like, all right, there's something a little off here. Um, and even when you reset it, it kind of resets a little slowly. Like when you hit it with a reset, well, actually it doesn't have a reset input. It, yeah, it, um, when it stops receiving clock, it knows after like a little bit, it's like, oh, this is done. And the next time I get a clock, I'm going to reset everything, oh, which weird. does work like well enough. Okay. But, um, one thing about it, it's always running the clock on it in the upper left. There's a little like bar and beat count, um, or it's just measures that have gone by yeah mm -hmm. um i don't know why he didn't have a reset input on it um that's a really cool thing that the orthogonal 301 their sampler does is any of the gate inputs can be used as a reset which would be like a really nice feature yeah. to have like why not yeah. just have anything reset that sure um so hopefully the hardware is like robust enough that he's not limited by a bunch of stuff like oh no you can't possibly do that because he even someone he didn't seem to balk at like using the inputs as outputs too but even if uh you know, the stereo output, it would be cool if you could use those as two monos as well. You can't do that right now. So you'd mm. have four outputs instead of two, which I could get down with because I'm not putting much stereo stuff in there. I've sampled some cloud stuff in there, but you know, at that point, if you're looping stereo, it can get, you got twice the chance of it being out of phase or clicks or something like that when you're looping it around. But sounds awesome. The quality yeah. of it's great. Um, you don't get much CV input. You get start and length which works is which is great you know um you get pitch too which you get like plus or minus 12 semitones so like an octave up and an octave down and then you get the ability to trigger um an entire column of stuff at one time with the cv input so that's kind of a cool feature um are there choices for uh the pitch algorithm or like the, the nope is there just one which there's you know, just one do you so know which one it is no that's a good question but uh no, it'd be, it does no time stretching or anything mm. like that. Just simple 
pitch. And it sounds good enough. It's working out really well for me, especially once I moved my own sample set into it. Mm-hmm. But then it makes you want like, oh, I want, you know, I'm almost glad it only has three kind of outputs because it makes you want a full chain of stuff to process through all that. Mm-hmm. So I generally have one going into clouds, um, maybe, you know, dual input on clouds or just one that's like maybe through a filter and then back out to a mixing desk so I can put effects on it, something like that. And that's by 1010? Yeah, 1010 Music. I think okay. it's their, I think it's their only module. Right on. But I hope he keeps it going. Um, I don't think he'll go too crazy. Like the orthogonal devices sampler, it seems like that dude is gonna go nuts for years on that thing. And uh, you can even replace the CPU on that. It's mm-hmm. like a totally modular setup. So when that new CPU version comes out, mm-hmm. you just plug it into the back of the module and you get more horsepower and more sampling space and stuff, which is like pretty brilliant setup. So. I still have some strong lust for that 301, but it is, it's like $880 to get it from Japan. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of um, seems like apples and oranges, a uh, uh, different side yeah, of the spectrum yeah. there. But it makes me like, the thing has, you know, CV controlled effects that you can put in chains, like kind of unlimited until you run out of horsepower, it seems. So it's tempting, but I don't know. Can't yeah, even the, get them right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that thing seemed more like the modular version of the, of an octatrack whereas yes. like the bitbox is like the modular version of like an npc exactly yeah. that's a good yeah. way to put it so the looping i don't know i need to play with that a little more but right now just as like you know you have 16 samples in your modular that you can trigger that sound awesome 2496 like it's not hard to be mad at that yeah and the modulation with the start and length is cool you can get that kind of you know I was, would always use oh. Ableton Granulator for that kind of like stuttery, drawn yeah, out stuff. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that, but yeah, yeah, I would do shit like that, you know, in conjunction with like time stretching, because then you can get a little more gnarly and shit with it. But it seems to be kind of like what I'm using the Taraz for now, you know yeah. what I mean? But I really need needed a looper for live shit too, so. Yeah, it's a hell of a pair with the Variegate. They kind of, you know, work very well together. Because you can trigger all those samples with it, and it's just I've been using the hell out of those cool. too. Um, I kind of wish it was a little deeper at points, but as far as like selling the octa track and getting that, no regrets at all. That's, I was not using it to make music. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I, I use this like, I use this shit in music all the time now. And nice. before that, I was not like, I was kind of struggling to integrate my modular, especially since I got rid of Renee. Um, I need a, I always forget that you got rid of that. Yeah, a while ago. And uh, I thought that was your jam. At one point, I was going to get it back and then yeah. uh, tried the variegate instead. And pretty happy with that so far. I could see having both for sure, but not anytime soon. So you think you're going to keep the variegate? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I I love the shit out of the variegate four. Yeah, I just wanted it to be 16 steps instead of eight. That was my only complaint with it. And now with this thing, yeah, it's it's beast. I use a lot of the channels in weird yeah. ways even though i don't have as many drum modules currently um which i guess that could help me segue into the drum brute um oh yeah yeah nice. like i was it's been such a fucking hit or miss in my opinion with drum modules like some of them are not deep enough mm-hmm. some of them are just trying to be everything in one you know what i mean yeah. it's it's hard to find a good middle ground which i guess why i like the solomus so much you know what yeah, i mean like yeah. the alter version I, I feel like it's mm-hmm. it's solid as fuck you know what i mean it, yeah. it does what it does very well and it sounds unique you know what i mean there's yeah. so many drum modules out there that are just trying to do the whole 909 yeah. 808 thing and right so it, and there's enough of a market out there for people who are looking for exactly that sound yeah and I mean, they can plug it in it's not super expensive 
but they're also not going to get lost in a million features and they're getting that sound that they want at this point we don't need another one of those that, yeah. that, that not is, in modular yeah yeah, yeah exactly like, you know, yeah, that's well covered um, i guess some people do but that's just not what i wanted out of my modular you know yeah, what i mean yeah, i want to be able to craft something different so yeah at the moment i don't have too many drum modules uh, again but i did get the drum brute for the price of a drum module yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to integrate it like I was explaining uh, into the modular you, you know what I mean utilize all the individual voice outs um, and run them through the modular for processing yeah, you were saying you got um, uh, you got those two modules for bringing it up to module level yeah I got the I can't remember what it's called but it's from Latic um, they're on the way. They haven't arrived oh, yet, gotcha. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're just little uh, preamp modules to take something from line to uh, modular level. And so with the with the pair, I'll have eight preamps yeah. basically for pretty much e- each voice on there. Well, these are the voices that you would want to use, right? Because the yeah, some of them are a little flaky, <sighs> as you heard the hats. Yeah, the hat, that was disappointing. And some of them are kind of nice, like the the kick and the clap. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I like those. For, and it got the zap. Zap's good. The zap's amazing. Zap good. People were hating on the zap, but it's, I think it's fantastic. It's a nice app. It could be better. <laughs> There's room for improvement on the zap. Does that have individual track lengths? Can you? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. There, you have to, you have to do mild menu diving to enable that. Um, it's called polyrhythm mode. Basically, mm-hmm. you can't just do it by default. I guess they didn't want people getting confused. Oh, yeah. um, so you have to do like a shift. And then hit the polyrhythm button, which I think is sequence step 16. Mm-hmm. We'll enable it, and then you can have individual track lengths. So it's always quantized. Like you can't record no, unquantized. Th- there's a mode that unquantized record. Oh, so you can even do it like completely off the grid. Yeah, I don't know how far off the grid it'll go, but yeah, you can okay. do it unquantized. Oh, that's cool. I think that just might be when you're tapping shit in or something. Like mm-hmm. I haven't fucked with the unquantized too much, but okay. but yeah, there there is a way to get into unquantized mode, and there is a way to do what they call in between the steps. You, you know what that's I mean? Awesome. Like, yeah, it, no, it's, that's awesome. That's really it's, attractive. It's like per step swing, basically. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and you can do individual track swing too, which is cool. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like. I forget. You, it's it's a hold key combo basically, and then you use the swing knob while you're holding down like that step, and you'll kind of get it off the grid. That's awesome. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's kind of cool. Oh, that's real appealing. Yeah, I mean, for the fucking price, dude, I was like, this yeah. this thing's worth it. You know, especially yeah. the price I paid for it. Opinion, so. It's a good yeah. price if it didn't make fucking audio. Yeah, it's still yeah. a hell this, of a sequence. Like, yeah. Beat step. Is yeah. that not comparable like to like the beat step price? Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's like two hundred or it's, something. It's essentially yeah, the, the beat step. Yeah, under no. under the hood there. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Probably exactly. It's it's cool. I'm digging it. Just not the sounds of certain voices, you know. Yeah, but yeah. then again, that's what processing is for. Yeah. yeah. So it looks cool. They did a pretty good job with the design of it. Yeah. I'm using it as a big outboard drum module, mm. basically. Yeah. With nice. the it would have been nice to have like individual inputs you know yeah, what i mean to, yeah. to, to trigger uh, the tracks too but uh does it look like you can maybe they, they might expand it later with that option or is it like is it doubtful the back's pretty filled okay with all the individual outs and then the different clocks you can do some nifty shit with it too though like the metronome has an individual output also like everything has Ooh. an individual out you can adjust the metronome to be 
uh, a certain time signature. Like the default is one four. I've been leaving it at that because that is essentially now a divided clock for me. Yeah, right. Which I am routing to like other shit in the modular. Is it a square wave or is it like a pulse? I'm not like sure. A... I haven't actually okay. listened to it. <laughs> I've just been using it as a clock. You can have the analog clock coming out of it, and then you got your metronome. Which is essentially you can have that as a divided clock to whatever. Yeah, you can do like one eighth, one fourth. Yeah. I don't know how many more drum modules I'll be buying in the near future. You know, if mm-hmm. I can get this thing to fulfill my needs between that and the rhythm and everything else going on, I think that was a solid release by them. Because I think that's like DR one ten um, circuits in there. Mm. So I think I saw the Din Sync guy was like kind of throwing that some shade because he was like enjoy my circuits kind of thing. Really, like they're exactly <laughs> what I built. But really? he didn't make that either, so I In don't know. In the drum brew? Yeah, really? yeah, I think so. Okay. See, I had no idea what that. what it was based off of. I, I wasn't sure. Do you imagine a noise engineering drum machine? I mean, I'm kind of <laughs> trying to build one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get there. I, I hope the hell he releases more drum stuff. That fucking Pico drum. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, and the Pico yeah. DSP. Yeah. Those like, look awesome. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, I if I'm going to get more drum modules, it's probably going to be one or two of those yeah, uh, yeah. in the foreseeable future. Is it like 64 samples on that drum yeah. module or something? Yeah, and you can load it with whatever the hell you want. It can play two at once. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you get so one, it's like, essentially two and one. Over two of them or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. But you got two trigger ends, two outputs. That's awesome. The, the big DSP that they released, I was like, yeah, you know. Yeah. I already got a ZDSP and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But having that much different effect functionality in 3HP... Yeah, that's and ridiculous. stereo output. Yeah. I'm Fuck like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on that. A stereo sure. too. Yep. Fuck. Wow. Yep. <laughs> there you go. I'm, yeah. like, I'm on the train too. Yeah, I wanted, <laughs> I, I want at least two of them to run like the drum root through. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Two different voices through at once. Like, I love shitty sounding reverbs almost as much yeah. as distortion. You, you know yeah, what I mean? Because. Yeah. And fortunately, I don't have much hardware that does that. Like most of that is still software for me. Yeah. You yeah. know. Well, a lot of the hardware stuff is is clean, like super clean. Yeah. How clean can I get this? Like the this Eclipse, that's like the yeah. Aventide stuff, super yeah. clean. But yeah. the Insonic DP4 that I have, that's like a dirty motherfucker. <laughs> I think that's that's like got some nasty reverbs. I usually have like a short room reverb or a plate on that thing uh, with some other stuff because mm-hmm. you can like chain them. But you know, you have the ASRX, that thing yeah. has the same effects basically. We've, we've discussed what we liked that came out in 2016 we can discuss our disappointment oh yeah disappointments of 2016 well you were uh, i remember you were fired up for the rainmaker and then whenever you got to play with one you were "Eh, eh." i think it would take a long time to learn it and for what it can do it's huge uh it's probably cool but it wasn't like oh man i need to like that's the kind of thing that i need Uh, yeah not a big fan of it and that's a hell of a hell of a large module yeah sure there's good stuff in it but maybe not too what's some stuff that was like you got and then went on the selling block. Outside of the, I mean, the I was diode was record think. speed, but yeah, the diode was record speed. Um, I have to open my, look at my muff sent messages. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was like a, like a like modular grid had a versioning, so I could go back and look at like, oh, yeah. three versions ago. That's what I that's what I thought I had or thought I wanted or had, and clearly I don't have that anymore. Yeah, when I stumble across screenshots of previous setups, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. what is this? It's completely <laughs> different. Why did I think that was okay? Yeah, I feel like I'm just getting like my used to this modular setup too, and like mm-hmm. all these modules, and now it's like kind of transparent. So. Is there anything else on the list that we wanted to cover? We did want to talk about the coma. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, field, field kit, kit. Uh, as a kick. It was a Kickstarter. It it it's still going. It's a, it's 
Are you sure? Because you can't actually get, you can't order any of the kits anymore. Yeah, they're I think all they're out. sold out. But the, the Kickstarter, I think, is still active. They hit their goal within 24 hours. And since then, they've, like, well surpassed it. Like Right, but they're not offering anything that people that backed it can't I, get. I don't think it matters. You can't just stop a project. Which is why people were pushing I for... Just, like, watch it go up another $1,000 just sitting here. Yeah, it's dude, it's just ridiculous. $284,000. Yeah. And their goal was 21000 Yeah, it's insane. I, I mean, I think they added a whole nother batch it looks like you won't get it until may but i don't know that if anybody awesome. will we're supposed to they they sent out an update to everyone who backed it so far saying like they're still keeping on track with their original uh deadline uh, okay or, or ship date that oh, they said yeah. which i think was march yeah for yeah. anyone who ordered like the first like 100 batch or something yeah. super early bird kits are no longer available yeah okay. so like anything beyond that i don't think it's going to be shipped till like may that's not too bad those though. come in march the first ship there was in March, yeah. and then the new ones, yeah, you okay. can still get those. So. so, field recording mixed in with you know, noise mixing feedback, like all CD, in this little package. For bucks. Radio yeah, it's got yeah. the radio That's tuners awesome. in there. This is cool, I'll hop on it, you know. And yeah. then, like, I hit refresh the next day because so I came back to work and like just refreshed the page to see how it was doing. It was like it just blew up. That's I was awesome. like, holy shit, like, yeah, there's a lot of people out there interested in making some noise <laughs> I was like, yeah. that's fucking cool i don't even know what else you would use that for like that is a a noise making kit or maybe like an ambient i can see sure. people using it to, to make oh, yeah. ambient doing Four some channel mix like filter. standalone like one person in a art gallery with just that like mm -hmm. yeah I maybe running it through a reverb pedal or something yeah that, I, think, I, I, I can see that i think a lot of the audience might be that i yeah i can't it's pure speculation i don't yeah. know who they are that but wasn't really what i thought of when i saw it you know what i mean like yeah. I, I saw it and i was like this would make a nice standalone expansion to my modular. Mm -hmm. I especially like the little motors and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to have all that in one little package with a mixer and mm -hmm. all the other added yeah. shit, LFOs and stuff, I'm like, that's, that's fucking slick, you know? Yeah, what I, mean? I know, it's, it's, it's well designed. Yeah, it's well thought out and yeah. it's pretty cheap. It's like affordable for people to get into, whereas a lot of modular stuff is not. Yeah, true. I mean, 300 bucks, that's like the cost of one module, and yet it does the things of like six different modules, yeah. you know? Yeah. Does it work off battery, too? Uh, like that I don't like know. Because that would be amazing, too, to actually have a completely portable thing. 9-volt PSU. Yeah, oh, yeah, so I guess it would work off a 9-volt battery. Fuck. So you could just walk around with that thing, headphones. Came out of nowhere, too, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, once I saw it, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm hyped for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something that I had no idea even existed before. Now I'm, like, very looking forward to March so I could play with it. I was like, yes. They're good designers. All yeah. their shit is, like, that uh, sequencer is still rad. Another thing I kind of lost over that's new that I won't get is that WMD performance mixer. Yeah. That thing looks yeah. fucking great. Oh, yeah. It's huge, and it is, like, very expensive, but... Yeah. Isn't there an expansion expansion already for it? Yeah, yeah there <laughs> is. With, with the mutes yeah, and yeah. everything. Because yeah. that was my... Like, we were when we were uh, looking at it, we're like, oh, it'd be cool if there was mutes. And he's Wait, like, we on. got you covered, <laughs> fam. Yeah. You want mutes? We got fucking mutes. But like stereo aux send and return, yeah. I think. Like, uh, it just seems like. Yeah, I had a feeling. I have a feeling like if I had that, it would just like be my main mixing console. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. not just for totally. modular. I'd probably be yeah. routing everything through that shit. Yeah, because it'll take line level too. Yeah, it's fucking smart. It is smart. They're all VCAs too. Because you get CV control over every channel and the volume. Damn it, don't make me look at that thing again. <laughs> it's huge. It's yeah, huge. And it's yeah. like, I don't even think it could fit in that gap you have there. Yeah. Like, it would have to be like in a separate fucking rack or something. Mm -hmm. but, oh. I mean, Ornament and Crime. Oh, yeah. He's got one coming. Got one yeah, that, that's, that's uh, the more I look at what it does, 
the more crazy it seems. And they still work on it. Yeah. Because it's all open source. There are a few people working on it. Yeah, that's that's gonna be hard not to get. If you're if you want to build it all yourself too, I somebody was like, it's under a hundred bucks, I think. To Wait, seriously? If you're gonna, you know, it's all it's super a, tiny surface mount soldering. But yeah, that's that's not a big deal. Is it all easily? Is it stuff you can easily get? Is the bill of materials so. reasonable? Okay. Yeah, I think the only thing that's semi-tricky are the screens, but they're, they're, it seems like there are a bunch of suppliers. Oh, okay. That. Yeah, I noticed someone asked us uh, some questions. Oh, yeah? On SoundCloud. Yeah, on SoundCloud and Muff. Someone asked to give more examples about feedback patching. Uh, I would love to answer that question, but like, it's kind of hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of Fe- it's got to find it. Yeah, know? exactly. It's like, I feel like feedback patching is kind of like, circuit bending you know there, yeah. there is no definitive way to do it there's no right but like circuit bending though there are these sort of like you're interested in this here's how you get started i think a lot of the feedback patching there's no good starting point you you obviously have found that and people are trying to pick your brain i suppose i don't know it's just kind of hunting for things that sound good you know what i mean I don't, certain modules certain yeah. places where feedback belongs i ran you... into one today which was uh piston honda into the polaris but also molting the Pista Honda out into the filter CV in on the Polaris, and that got some like uh-huh. really wet kind of shit going. Oh, that nice. was kind of fun. Nice. The, the piston is definitely a feedback-friendly module, dude. Yeah, yeah. Mark One and Mark Two, they're both. They have this, some certain spots. Mark Two had the um, external input, and then like the separate output. Mm. Oh yeah, and yeah. So if you even if you don't have anything going into the input, it sends out like a fucking it's like a rectified version of the main output. Oh, I think so I remember reading about that. yeah. So I used to route that to anything else on the piston, dude. Like the piston is just a feedback fucking powerhouse. Like you you, you send that back into like the waveform CV input mm-hmm. or the FM input or anything like that or, or the, even the fucking interpolation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we go. But you feedback. don't have that now. So what was like? What was some of the ones you were getting feedback um, when we were on tour? On tour, Polaris uh, a lot. Okay, uh, I was feedbacking Polaris in different ways um, from other sources. Off the top of my head, I remember I had the output of braids malted to an attenuator, and then that was going back into the FM input. Um, and I think the timber input very mildly on top of going to the FM on the Polaris that it was being routed into. Now, when you were doing that, did you have to, could you just set the attenuator to the uh, value that was working or were you constantly playing with that? Once you have it attenuated, like through the mixer, you don't have to fuck with it too okay. much. So it doesn't start getting squelchy. It doesn't start getting out of control. It can. Like I had to sound check it carefully okay. every night listen to see if everything was still where it was supposed to be and more times than not it wasn't so like, <laughs> i had to just dial it back in and that's the crazy thing about feedback too you never always get the same thing that you heard the first time yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's it's weird and, and Immediately. that's what is alluring for yeah. me about it you know you're, yeah it's the ghost in the machine you know what i mean yeah. it's turned your cold calculated machinery into something that's chaotic a living creature but yeah, that's one example off the top of my head. I'd, I'd have to think of more. Um, ah, the herb verb, I had that feeding back into itself. It was like a no input. And then I had CV hitting the mix on the dry wet on the feedback. The herb even has the CV out, which is generated from whatever the fuck is going on on the module. Yeah. And then I can route that into things like the tilt. So it's essentially generating its own CV into tilt, which is adjusting the sound of it, which is in turn adjusting the cv of it so it's just like an endless 
weird CV loop it's trying to generate based on what it's doing. You know, it just little subtle things like yeah. that. You know, I mean, it didn't make like huge differences in the tone, but just I guess one thing a lot of people won't do maybe off the bat is put like an attenuator between yeah. the signal and instead we'll just drought it direct and think like, oh, this is nuts. And yeah. It's like, yeah, you kind of got to attenuate yeah. sometimes. Some a lot of times, yeah. Some shit you can just go nuts with it. Uh, yeah, attenuation very key. It's one reason why I still have uh, blinds in there. It's not the most exciting module, but it's a pretty helpful module when it comes to like attenuating and mm -hmm. even inverting mm -hmm. feedback. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or, or whatever you want to feed into something else. Not, I could probably give a shout out to Scott Harvest Man on that one. Like he kind of really opened my eyes to the world of feedback when I first started getting into modular. Like I didn't even really know what it was until. You know, just seeing how he always mentioned that he liked to build modules that were feedback friendly. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like he had the whole, um, I think it was the Evan feedback console. Oh, yeah. And things like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the I had a bunch. Mixer. Yeah, the Matrix Mixer and the expansion for it, which you could route a pedal into it and then back out. Like I had a bunch of pedals at the time and I never routed my pedals into itself before. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going <laughs> to buy those modules and give yeah. those a shot. And I did it and it was just like opened the world for me you know yeah, what i mean yeah. i was like this is this is cool you know what i mean that's it's awesome suddenly yeah. pedals that i haven't even touched in like a year or two were now a staple in my setup routing this thing into itself turning it into a fucking feedback machine Good maths <laughs> is a dead math. <laughs> <laughs>